That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. I'm Roger. And this is a special edition of the Ledger Report. Careful what you ask for. Remember, that's what mom always used to say, or dad, or some significant elder uh, in your family. Careful what you ask for because you might get it. I wanna talk to you about Joe Biden. We know who Joe Biden is. We've known who Joe Biden has been for decades now out of Washington, D.C. And only in the last few years are we seeing a Joe Biden that's effectively a skeleton of himself. What we knew in the 80s, in the 90s, in the aughts, was that Joe Biden was a politician and still is a politician with no soul. And uh, he's a consummate figment of Washington, D.C. and the swamp. A guy who should have been term limited out many, many years ago. It's why we need term limits. Um, I've heard these arguments uh, against term limits that uh, every election is, a, is, a, is effectively a term limit, but we all know how that's turned out. So we do need term limits. But Joe Biden, back to Joe Biden. We know that he is um, in some sort of stage of senile and senility. Um, we know that he is um, an existential threat to this country, both internally and externally. From his policies uh, to his lack of action, for example, down on the border. Now, this is, by the way, is what drives me nuts about the Republicans. They try to impeach Mayorkas, uh, which is stunning to me, because who is Mayorkas's boss? Mayorkas's boss is Joe Biden. Mayorkas takes direction, marching orders from Joe Biden. They completely wasted their time. And then they went about it in a buffoonish kind of way and they ended up looking like idiots. Mayorkas is not the person who should have been impeached. It's Joe Biden who should be impeached. And not because he's senile. In my opinion, the Republicans should have impeached Joe Biden on day one when they took over power. Of course, you know, Kevin McCarthy doesn't have the waivos for something like that. So we have a, a, a guy in the White House who is a threat to this republic in, in multiple ways. Um, and then the Republican impeachment inquiry is regarding this twisted, tangled money laundering scheme that his son set up. This is so stupid. If you're going to impeach Joe Biden, which, by the way, is going to fail in the Senate, but he should be impeached on the border, the attack on the border. This is a complete and total dereliction of duty. Yet, we have them digging around and, yeah, I believe they committed crimes. And if they didn't commit crimes, they would be the Biden family. They put our country at risk. 
They benefited just like the Clintons did from positions of power. It should be illegal if it's not. But why are you wasting your time with something that's so convoluted that half of America doesn't understand? All of America understands. If you put it in simple terms, would you allow people into your house that you don't know, whether they're from south of the border or China or Russia or wherever? Would you allow people in your house that you do not know? I think roughly 97.8% of Americans would say no. Impeach him on that. Forever a stain on America, forever a stain on Joe Biden's White House, he should be impeached on that. Okay, so where am I going with this? I got off on a tangent, I apologize. But the border is something I need to talk to you about in the future. I just feel a need to talk to you about Joe Biden and the capital that's being spent on the 25th Amendment. The 25th Amendment, yes, is there for a reason, but Washington, D.C., and our system is broken, ladies and gentlemen. You will never have cabinet officers of Joe Biden going after and activating the 25th Amendment. It's not going to happen. You can have people screaming on television, 25th Amendment, 25th Amendment. Yes, I believe he hits the threshold of the 25th Amendment. But careful what you ask for. And the obvious is, let's say the 25th Amendment is invoked and uh, it's voted on and he is removed from office and Kamala Harris is then sworn in as the 47th president of the United States. Frankly, that's probably exactly what the left would want. What happens if, if, if Kamala Harris is sworn in as the 47th president? Well, then she gets to pick the vice president. And you know who that's gonna be? Listen, I've never been one to, to have a crystal ball on my desk. But it, it seems obvious to me, certain things are very obvious to me, and if Kamala Harris was suddenly behind the Resolute desk, <laughs> um, you would probably have Gavin Newsom nominated, uh, the process isn't nomination, she would just uh, name Gavin Newsom as the vice president, her vice president, and there you have the future of this republic. Now. I want you to think more about November 6, 2024, the day after the election. Forget about the 25th Amendment. Forget about Joe Biden. Because we have a bigger problem in this country. And it is our franchise. And it's something I've been working on behind the scenes for quite some time recently trying to clean up just in my own backyard, which by the way, is a Republican stronghold. Yet the corruption and the malfeasance and the burying the head in the sand and the, hey, everything's great in terms of our electoral process when it's not, and the not handing over information that is requested by me and by others who can analyze the data and figure out what's going on in terms of blank ballots and other nefarious activities. Everything's great, says the people uh, in my county, in my area, a red county, a red area. And oh, by the way, the dude who's in, who's in charge is a Republican. Everything's great. Let me ask you something. What significantly has changed and or improved 
during this election cycle, 2024 versus four years ago in 2020. What, can you name? There's been a few wins here and there in certain counties, in certain states. I can think of Arizona, I can think of Wisconsin, I can think of Michigan, and those are all swing states. They're all important states, but nothing has been done on a wholesale level to clean up the process, clean up the voter rolls, and mail-in ballots, and ele electronic balloting, and voting a week before and a week after, and counting votes after, and all this kind of crap that's, that's going to go on in 2024. That's what I want to tell you about. You need to be ready for this. I saw a poll that says Joe Biden uh, is in 86% of Americans, according to this ABC poll, I believe it was, 86% of Americans, Joe Biden is not fit to serve as president the next four years. Yet, he's not being removed by the leadership in the Democrat Party. You ever wonder why? Well, number one, we know he's not calling the shots. It's Barack Hussein Obama behind that curtain along with Susan Rice and company calling the shots. He's just a feeble old man. And he's flailing around out there like a feeble old man with some stage of dementia. I've seen it firsthand. I've worked with it and it ain't pretty. And yeah, you hear about these cases of, of Biden flying off in a rage. That's one of the symptoms, by the way. Rage for no reason or little reason at all. So we have a, a system in this country that is still corrupt. And so you have to be ready for what is going to happen on November 6th. That's the day after the election. You have to fasten your seatbelts. You know, it's going to be Trump versus Biden, but that's just on paper. They're not panicking because, A, it's not Biden calling the shots. It's somebody else that's well-known, not so documented. How do you document something like that? It's hard to do, right? But we all know it. But the, the B factor is they're going to cheat again. And this is what you need to be ready for. What are you going to do on November 6th when you wake up and Donald Trump is slaughtered in Michigan and slaughtered in Pennsylvania and slaughtered in, in Georgia, Arizona? What are you going to do? Honestly, have you thought about that? This is what you need to be thinking about. Because between now and November, there ain't enough time to do what we should have been doing the last four years, and that's cleaning up our electoral process. And did you know there's a 90-day quiet period, by the way, prior to the election? So that would start in August, right? August, September, October. So early August. There's a 90-day quiet, quiet period, which means that the supervisors of elections in these various counties throughout the country can't do anything to the voter rolls effectively. They can't clean them up. So you know what's happening as we speak? We have the nefarious actors out there that we had in 2020 and they're out there gathering all kinds of new voters, new voters, right? And what they're going to do is they're going to have all these new voter application forms 
motor voter, you know, all this nonsense that's been, that's one of the big problems in this country, by the way, is motor voter. That's, that should, <laughs> you talk about something the Republicans should be doing. They should be repealing motor voter, but here we are. Here we are. <sighs> so this 90 day quiet period means that these supervisors of election can't do anything. So when these nefarious actors dump all of these new voters, these new voter registrations, all those illegals who are coming over, millions of illegals since Joe Biden has been in the White House, millions and millions and millions of illegals, their bodies, their bodies, and they're getting driver's licenses, motor voter, and if they're not getting driver's licenses, they're being corralled in New York City. Oh, by the way, fill out this form. What is it? Oh, it's a, don't worry about it. It's just a, it's a voter registration form. You'll be registered to vote now. Oh, great. Wonderful. So then they'll be sent a mail-in ballot, but it won't necessarily go to them. It'll go somewhere and it'll be filled out appropriately by the bad players, the bad characters who are all part of this process. This is not made up. This is happening. This is happening right now. As we speak, they're collecting, quote, new voters. They're going to sit on them until August or September, and they're going to dump them. They're going to dump them on these supervisors of election. So what are you going to do on November 6th? What are you going to do? I'll tell you what, I am planning for what is going to happen. And I, I just encourage you to start thinking about it now. Yeah, you can stand on a street corner and you can wave a Trump flag and you can try and be a poll watcher. But what good is a poll watcher if when you put in your, your ballot, you have no idea what happens to it? If it gets stripped out and there's now suddenly a blank ballot because the votes have been switched? You don't know what the people behind the curtain, even in a Republican county, Republican precincts, you don't know what those long time um, the, the members of the swamp, I'm blanking on the word I'm looking for here, but, uh, bureaucrats, these forever bureaucrats who work in the uh, elections department and are Democrats and they want Joe Biden to win. You don't know what the, they're doing behind the curtain. You don't know what they're doing because it's all electronic. Is the uh, electronic voter machine hooked up to the internet? No, of course not. It's not hooked up to the internet. Is it look? Is it hooked up to a, a local uh, uh, Wi-Fi? Yes. <laughs> is is the uh, local Wi-Fi hooked up to the internet? Yes. <laughs> this is the kind of nonsensical conversations that we have among Republicans. Oh, it's not hooked up to the internet, but it is. So what are you going to do on November sixth? Honestly, we, this country can't stand another four years of Biden. And by the way, if this scenario plays out and if Biden wins, he's going to resign. Kamala takes over anyway. So all you've done with the 25th Amendment is speed up the process. Now, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. What I'm trying to do is prepare you for what is coming. And it's not good. Yeah, campaign your heart out. But let's face it, the dynamic has changed in this country where you could be 
I've often joked about this. You could nominate Jesus Christ for president or whatever, and he, Christ would lose because they cheat. So careful what you're asked ask for. The Bible says, uh, James 4, 3, ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lusts. In other words, if you're asking for something that's uh, bad and not righteous, then you shouldn't be asking at all. Careful what you ask for because you might get Kamala Harris quicker than you realize. But more than anything, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to really prepare. I, I don't know. Does it mean buying gold? I don't know. This country can't withstand What's the debt? I haven't even checked the debt clock recently. 30, $33 trillion? We can't withstand that either. There's no plan to stop the debt. There's no plan to plug the border. And I'm going to be talking about the border because it's obviously something I've studied for many, many years. There's no plan to overhaul the schools. There's no plan, ladies and gentlemen. There's no plan to fix any of this. So you better be ready for November 6th. I'm Graham Lake.